Hello, happy Tag Tuesday. Hello, how are you? I'm Ann Police. Oh, and I'm Denise Cooper. Oh, let's introduce ourselves. We did. Take your spotlight, Denise. I just, I need it. You do? I really need it. (laughs) I'm glad. I love being the center of all attention and all of those things. I'm glad to give you the center of attention. I haven't seen you in a long time. It's been a while. How have you been? I'm good. Everyone thinks that we see each other all the time. We actually should. We really should. I should just move in here with you. You could move into the pod room. So you could see me every day. And all your dreams can come true. Here's, I have a better idea. How about I move in with you to Uh, the Hawaii house? Oh, okay. That sounds good too. That's better. Sure, why not? You know that little house that you have on the property? That little tiny thing? Sure. I'll do that. It's not big enough to house your your giant personality. <laughs> Listen, I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. The basement, whatever we call it, I like it. It's been so cold and rainy here in Southern California that Hawaii sounds kind of good. But you've been out of the desert, so you haven't experienced the cold rain as I, much. Every time I look at the weather and I say, it looks like it's going to rain, guess what? I just head to Palm Springs. Let's see. That's the that's the beauty of living an hour and a half from there. That's the weirdest part. My whole life we've lived this close to the desert. Mm-hmm. And you'll go out to the desert randomly and everyone's like, it's so beautiful out in Palm mm-hmm. Springs. You forget about it yeah. because it gets to be like the surface of the sun in the summer. Sure. So it kind of gets a bad rap a lot of times, yeah. right? And a lot of times people are, that's a destination for people. Now it's my second home. It's your place. It's my place. Sure. I like it so much that... As soon as we start driving through the windmill area, mm-hmm. and if anyone's ever driven on that freeway, mm-hmm. you will you'll see these big, huge windmills. You know, you get past there and you start getting into Palm Springs, kind of, and mm-hmm. then you start passing all these places. It's like I I literally feel the relief mm-hmm. come over me, mm-hmm. and they're like I've said it before, but there's something about those mountains. Yep. There's something about that dry, warm air. Mm -hmm. It's like 75, 76 degrees out there right now, maximum. It gets cool in the evenings. The first night we were back out there after it had been pouring down rain here. Mm -hmm. And you get out and again, we're California, wah, 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 right? (laughs) Like the, the weather is very few changes in the weather. And when it is, it's not extreme. But for us, when it's cold and wet, there's a lot of challenges that happen. Sure. People are stupid. That's it. We can't drive in the rain. Mm -hmm. It's a problem. Mm -hmm. So we get out to the desert. I get out and I've got my parka ready to go. And I pull out and it's cool Mm because desert gets cold. Yeah. It's a different kind of cold. Mm -hmm. It's this dry cold. When you're here and it's wet and always kind of, it's a different kind of cold. Yeah. So you go out there and you you can be in a short sleeves and maybe take a sweater to dinner. Sure. You're not freezing. You're not. It's... It's very, very, very therapeutic. It's healing, it sounds like. It's really healing. That's mm-hmm. a great word. That's yeah. a great way to describe it. I so, think just changing your atmosphere, just changing where you're at is helpful when you're feeling down. I've never thought of myself as an elderly person, even though they are. Well, I kind of am. I'm almost going to get in for cheap at like restaurants and at, movie theaters. Well, as you should. Well, it's kind of crazy. I thought by the time I turned 55, I thought that was like the magic number. But then all these places changed the rules because they don't want to give me anything free. No. 
It's a ripoff. Listen, they've seen you eat. <laughs> I'm not going for all you can eat shrimp or something. I'm just trying to get in like for $5 cheaper to the movie theater or something mm-hmm. for a senior pass, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've not been qualified for any of that. So we buy this house in La Quinta. It's in a community mm-hmm. and it is predominantly older people. Older and than you. Older than I am. Me. But there's transitional people because of COVID. What happened is people can work anywhere. Mm. People started moving out there because of the weather. Sure. And they're making it a second home because you don't really want to live there in the summer. No. It's difficult. Yeah. People who do really struggle. I'll bet. It's a mental. Mm-hmm. You, you got to really go go deep oh. to stay there when it's 115 day after no. day after day. I've already done that. I lived in Reading. No, thank oh, you. Oh, yes. It's yeah. relentless. This is like Reading, except it's really pretty and there's not so many crackheads. <laughs> well, crackheads is what makes Reading Reading. It's so amazing. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying. So it's this beautiful place with these homes, and it's kind of like Stepford. Oh. That's oh. what it kind of reminds me of. I've never lived in a community where you have like gates. Mm. I've never lived in a community where you can't put your trash cans out more than like 24 hours in advance. Oh, boy. If your garage door is open, you're going to hear about it. Like, oh, there's a no. lot of rules. Daytime, day, day, daytime raccoons are getting into my recycling. Literally, they, they don't <laughs> want to see it. It's an eyesore. <laughs> like, you have a sprinkler not working right, and someone's like calling you up and leaving you a note saying, You need to report this to the association. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, come on. Listen, there's a lot of old people with a lot of time on their hands. A lot hands. of extra time. There's a lot of time. But I have to say this hmm. the community is. It feels safe. Mm. It's super fun. There's something going on all the time. Yeah. There is racquetball. There is pickleball. There is tennis. There is hikes with the group. There's a workout facility. There's a lap pool. There's a water aerobics. I'm telling you what. And I'm telling you, these people are in good shape. Mm -hmm. They are happy. Mm -hmm. They are. There's a reason they live there. Yeah. At least part time. Most of the people living there are snowbirds sure they're from canada they're from all over yeah i'm just saying if you're looking for a place to be mm-hmm. in your later years yeah like myself like yourself this is the place i'm telling you i could be busy taking lessons for archery for golf it doesn't matter what you want to do it's available to you wine tasting mm. floral arranging it, it it goes on and on i love that it's amazing so yeah yeah that's, yeah. yeah. So that's where you've been and that's what you've been doing. I have been working from there and mm-hmm. I've gone back and forth and I've kind of, but while it's not 115, we're oh. going to spend as much time as possible out there. For some reason, it's so therapeutic for me that when I go out there, I really have a hard time coming back. Well, I like that though. That's good. It's you a good should, place. You should want to go exactly. out there. We took a little um, road trip up to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh. I've never been. Well, no, I have, but it was years ago and it was kind what of a in the great summer. place, isn't it? It is unbelievably gorgeous. We drove up in a blizzard. I've never been there in the winter. We've, I've only been there in the summer. We flew into Salt Lake, rented a car, mm. went to Yellowstone, yeah, where we gosh. were supposed to go snowmobiling. Thank heaven they canceled the snowmobiling three days before we got there because there wasn't enough snow and they the snowmobiles will eat up the road and whatever so they switched our reservation to a big bus that has like these big wheels yeah. and all this stuff so like we were, a cat track it was a cat track kind of mm-hmm. thing so we were still able to go see all the stuff that we wanted to see. oh we made friends like what with did you see buffalo we made friends with buffalo i'm gonna show you a picture that oh. buffalo was sniffing right up to my yeah. window yeah oh, yeah 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 
he wanted to make friends with me. That's better than the snowmobile. Because we wouldn't have been able to get that close. So, and it was also better because we were inside and it was heated and it was like, <laughs> I don't think I would have enjoyed the snowmobile as much because it started snowing. I was worried about you. Really bad. I was really worried about you. We we talked when you were in the middle of the blizzard. Yes. You weren't having a great time. I hate blizzards. Well, who doesn't? Well, who likes a blizzard? Hey, I'm hoping I can get, get in the middle of a blizzard here on the on the road. I'm sorry. Have you met my husband? He loves it. Loves it. Just driving through it like it was nothing. Oh, he's weird. Uh, <laughs> that's not normal. He just has like the most confidence of anyone I've ever seen. He was just like toodling through. It was fine. We got done at Yellowstone. We go over to Jackson and we we're supposed to go skiing in Jackson, which we did. We went one day up to the resort and I, I have learned that it was unseasonably warm. It was like in the 20s and 30s. Oh, that's warm, huh? That's what I thought. I'm like, this is gorgeous. This is perfect. The town is amazing. The yes. the whole rub on the town is mm-hmm. the billionaires moved out the millionaires. Really? I guess there's a, it's very tax friendly. I don't know. Oh. But there's a lot of very wealthy people up there now. There's a lot of great golf courses. The food is fantastic. Every restaurant is delicious. Every place we ate, even the pizza was amazing. Yes. The food was, when I went there, we went on a motorcycle insane. trip there and it was oh, amazing. Those big right. antlers. Yeah. And the, it's such a cool place. It was such a cool place. But then, so then, of course, I'm like, I'm thinking like Denise. I'm like, well, maybe we should have it, you know, a second home here or something yes. like that. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be great. Yeah. I start looking, just keeping track of the winter <laughs> weather. Because I'm like, I, I do enjoy skiing. I love it. And uh, it's the one thing that I can do as far as sports are concerned. I'm like, well, this would be really nice in the winter. Oh, it's like 20 below. The Bagleys live there. They live in Star Valley. Yes. That's a little bit different. Still cold. Real cold. But it's, like I said, it was unseasonably warm at 20 to 30 degrees. The average is about two to three, maybe six degrees as a high. I'm like, no. no. I have a friend who says, all you need to do is go someplace new and have a nice lunch. And next thing you know, you're talking to a realtor, right? And I'm like, this, I would have been fooled if I hadn't have like done some more research. You really got to go at all seasons. You absolutely have to. I guess it's gorgeous in the spring and summer. I bet. I have been there in the summer. It gets warm. Fly fishing. It gets really warm. Yeah. It was fun. It's it's a beautiful place. The people are very, very friendly. And Yellowstone, my gosh. I, we only drove through that on our motorcycles. We stopped along the way. I would love to stay at a hotel there, mm-hmm. see the geyser, mm-hmm. go on tours. I mean, it is... In the winter, it was really interesting. Everything is closed in the little town. So we stayed outside of town in some, you know, little rinky-dink hotel. But yeah, everything sort of shut down. There were only a couple of restaurants that were open. It was just interesting to see the whole thing in the winter. It was really pretty. It was fun. I, I enjoyed Let's it. Let's go there in the summer. Let's go in the summer. I would do that. Yeah, absolutely. That would be so fun. It'll be fun. It'd be so fun. In the meantime... Mm-hmm. Uh, today's weird news day it is yes i was excited about that i i've had not a bad day or anything but it's kind of gloomy here oh my gosh the sun never came out today. no it's gloomy it's kind of raining but not really raining either Mm. rain or don't rain no it's just enough to mess up your hair my hair gets so big it gets so big this people stop it do you want to go first you want me to go first um i can go first go ahead okay so um, a man wanted on burglary charges was found allegedly pushing a cart full of items unpaid for at the Walmart in East Freedom. Where's East this Freedom? This is in PA. Pencil- Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking your geography. geography. <laughs> John Lee Pittman Jr., 32, of Houston Town, was arrested over the weekend at Walmart in East Freedom after allegedly filling up his cart and trying to leave without paying for more than $1,100 in items. From Walmart? Mm-hmm. 
That's a lot of items. That's a lot of items. According to the criminal complaint, Freedom Township police were called to the Walmart on Saturday afternoon um, for a report of a man concealing items intending to leave without paying. Okay. They arrived to find Pittman leaving the store. Now, see if this was California. He would have just been escorted be out. Just, gone. Hello. Fine. You can just leave. It yeah. doesn't matter. Right. Although 1100 is over the limit. It is. 900 is the limit here. True. So. Um, police noted that he there he had a warrant out in the Fulton County. And a total, he had stolen, um, he had stolen a lot. Do you want to know what he had filled in his oh, cart? Tell me. It's like. It's the best. Is it Jello? It's the. No, it's <laughs> way better than Jello. Okay. Think about what. It's the end of the world. Okay. What do you need to have, no matter what? These are two items that you have to have at the end of the world. End of the world. Zombie apocalypse. Water and ammunition. You got one of them. Ammunition. Oh. And bacon. Bacon. (laughs) Dude. dude. Bacon. He stole 11. Well, I mean, I can see that with the ammo because it's not inexpensive. Mm -hmm. But how Mm -hmm. much bacon do you have to get a lot of bacon oh my god but you know he's storing up sure you can't have enough bacon you stick that in the freezer and you're good to go you can you, keep it in your refrigerator for a really long time you can pull it out anytime and enjoy some bacon i'm just saying the guy he looks dumb no and he's he's got a lot of charges from previous burglaries sure he's not a smart man but i i i think he's smarter than we give him credit for ammo and bacon come on dude i'm telling you Man I'm, after my own heart. I'm going over to his house during a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. I love it. What was his name again? Uh, his name is John Lee Pittman Jr. Okay, John. So John Lee. John Lee Pittman. Doesn't he sound like a serial killer? Well, always with the three names. That's what you, I'm saying. And especially a junior. I have to say, and I don't mean to, you know, categorize anybody, but Please. he kind of looks like he might have somebody buried somewhere. Oh, he's got a body in the trunk for sure. I'm looking at a photo. Listen, he he's looks terrifying. His eyes are dead. Oh, he's terrifying. And he looks like he's staring at us right now. Like he I might be. I can't make eye contact. No, no, with look him. away. You have to look away. It kind of scared me. <laughs> he's got the orange jumpsuit. He's got very piercing blue eyes. He's got the prison haircut. Mm. He looks scary. Yeah, he's but re- he does have good taste in. Oh, he's got ammo and bacon. That's all you need. What are you gonna do? My first story is was brought to my attention by none other than Samantha Mary Stone. Oh, I love Samantha Mary Stone. Me too. She's my favorite, Samantha Mary Stone. Um, she is, of course, our um, a social media producer as well as my future daughter-in-law. And my future daughter-in-law just because I'm going to adopt her That's too. right. You're going to adopt her. So She gets two for the price of one. Oh, we're, we're giving her so much more than she really wanted. <laughs> she, she's just, I, don't, I don't want her to hear this because she might get scared off. Sorry, Cam. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. She's in it. She's in it to she's win it. She's in it to win it. And she's, uh, she can't get away from us now. We've got our clutches into her. Even if she wanted to leave, we're like, no, you're ours now. Um, she sent me this story. You might have heard of it because it kind of made big news, but I wanted to to do a little more information on it because I never heard sort of the outcome of it. Charlotte is the focus of our story. A stingray. Oh, no. I thought you meant the web, Charlotte's web. I thought you meant a spider. Nope. Okay, got you. A stingray named Charlotte. No, no, no. Don't. I haven't heard this. She got pregnant with no male companion. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that look is the correct. How do we know? Because she's in an aquarium. Oh. Mm -hmm. Let me just tell you. She's a rust-colored stingray the size of a serving platter. Rest color. I've rust color. Rest color okay. one. She spent much of her life gliding around the confines of a storefront aquarium in North Carolina's Appalachia Mountains. 
Oh, the Appalachia Mountains. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that goes on there. Uh, there's a lot of inbreeding. So this kind of doesn't surprise me. Sorry, uh, all you folks that are from that area. But anyway, she's 2,300 miles from her natural habitat under the waves off of the Southern California coast. So she's a she's a SoCal lady. I didn't know that we had rust color stingrays. Stingrays. Didn't either. She hasn't shared a tank of water with a male of her species in eight years. So she's just been the, the, the lone stingray the queen of the aquarium mm -hmm. okay yet nature has found a way the aquarium owner said the stingray is pregnant with as many as four pups that's what what that's what a stingray baby is called as a pup and could give birth in the next two weeks here's our girl saying happy valentine's day let's have some pups this is according to the director of the aquarium um an expert on stingrays said that it would have been impossible for Charlotte to have mated with one of the other five small sharks that she shares a tank with. So she's living in this tank with sharks and, and one stingray. Um, despite news reports suggesting that that was the case after someone had joked, of course, about an interspecies hookup. <laughs> Tinder has just taken on a whole new, right? <laughs> the small aquarium is run by an educational nonprofit, which encourages local school children and others to take interest in science. But its biggest lesson now is on the process of how this type of asexual reproduction happens in a controlled environment. She's not out in the ocean. She's, out, she's, she's in this aquarium unfertilized eggs there's no genetic contribution by a male they're all up in arms about it they're like we yes. we've never seen anything like this uh the mostly rare phenomenon can occur in some insects a few fish some amphibians birds and a couple reptiles but never in mammals i didn't know that a stingray was a mammal i didn't either okay we're it learning. is that's what it says here well i could be wrong mm, scratch that and <laughs> let's just keep going we're just going to power through this i don't know <laughs> Um, an expert, a research scientist, came in, someone named Katie Lyons. And I don't know if Katie is a man or a woman because it's spelled odd, K-A-D-Y. Katie Lyons is a research scientist in Atlanta, not involved in the North Carolina Aquarium, but says that Charlotte's pregnancy is the only documented example that she's aware of for this species, which is a round stingray. But she says that she's not really shocked. All kinds of sharks skates and rays trio of animals often grouped together have these kinds of pregnancies while they're under human care really she says i'm not surprised because nature finds a way of making it happen i don't know what to make of that so that's she, interesting i just want to tell you this tell that me. a ray is called ray and skates are flat flattened fish flattened fish they're not mammals so it's not a mammal no so forget everything i said about it being a mammal and how shocked i was because it's not a mammal (laughs) it's not a mammal thank you denise for clarifying just me and google just making it happen for you here google is an amazing place it really is i appreciate it well so that's the anyway keep your eyes peeled i don't know that she's had her pups yet but I'm guessing when she does, there's going to be a lot of attention because I wonder we how want big to they know. are. I don't know. Um, I she's just, not very big, so they're probably she's the really size little. of a platter. She's really so little, not that big, not very big. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Keep What's your eyes name? Charlotte. 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 That's the so sweet. Yeah. Well, we're going to go from one really sweet story to a really not so sweet story. I love it. Take me there. Well, a Florida man. Mm. Okay, let's just start Uh-oh. that. You know where we're going oh, here. I do. It took a few months, but a Florida man finally found out what was bugging him. Uh, oh, no. 
Were the unidentified man had been feeling off since October, but it wasn't until his face and lips swelled on February 9th that he sought help from HCA Florida Memorial Hospital. He said, I started getting nosebleeds, constant nosebleeds. He first told Coast News, I couldn't even get out, uh, go get up to go to the bathroom without my nose starting to bleed. No. When I went for an examination, the doctors say, I see movement, the man recalls. What does that mean? Movement in his nose? Is that what you're saying to me? That is what I'm saying to you. Okay, go on. I knew you weren't paying attention because no. you weren't that reactive yet. I w- <laughs> Jacksonville doctors removed. Get ready. I can't. Get ready. I don't think I can do this I don't with even you. know if I can tell you. Denise. <laughs> so bad. You've taken us this far. Do it. Say it. Removed 150 live bugs in the larva stage from the man's nose and sinuses. No. What? Yes. 150 bugs. They have to be small. I don't care how big. <laughs> That's true. Dr. David Carlson told the outlet that he examined the man's nose with a camera only to discover dozens of bugs feeding on the inside of the nose and sinus cavity and shredding tissue and ex- excrement, which is what spurred the man's Im- inflammation. What? Size-wise, there's variations, but the larger ones were as big as the end of my pinky. What? Carlson said. Now, this is where I'm getting a little bit... Come on. It's like when people don't know they're pregnant. Yeah, how's that? <laughs> like, yeah. how un, how unaware are you? What? I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. There were certain, there were other certain larvae inside the nose that were scurrying around and looking for places to feed and others that had burrowed into the tissue. You, <clears throat> okay, you just <clears throat> used the word scurry <laughs> in regards to someone's sinuses. I don't understand this. Carlson said his team tried to remove the bugs with a suction, but when that got clogged, I'm just wondering, what does this man's house look like? I'm sorry. Wait, and maybe you're going to tell us, how did they get up there? They used different instruments to pluck them out. No, no, no. How did the bugs? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. And those little buggers didn't even get evicted, Carlson noted. First Coast Newsle shared graphic footage from the operating room that shows the gruesome bugs crawling inside the man's face and their stomach churning Uh extraction. It is so... Oh, it's so gross. And we're going to post it. Yes. Just a warning. Don't eat something right before. What okay. The heck? I know the creepy crawlies were sent to the endemologist for identification. The man hypothesized that the parasites staged their invasion after he han- he handled dead fish. Oh, oh, oh. And then like what rubbed it on his nose? Well, like fell his- asleep next to it? Like I'm sorry, you have one little bug like you telling me that you just like had one bug on your hand and then you wiped your nose and it went in there and then they mm. reproduced? I don't get it. Mm. I know that I have to change my lifestyle oh. as far as when I'm handling fish. Uh. I think that this goes beyond <laughs> you handling fish, my friend. It might. it might. Before I would rinse my hands in the river, now I use cl- cleaner to do the, a better job. So maybe there's bacteria in the river. Maybe your brother from Alaska could tell us these things because these seem like wilderness things. No, he's he's normal. My brother is. I know he's normal, but That's he knows like guy stuff and stuff. I like, think we just found. Stuff. I think we just found patient number one with the COVID virus. You see me like rubbing my nose. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. Carlson said that his lengthy career as an 
ears, nose, and throat specialists had not seen a case like this documented in the U.S. The rare condition is called nasal myiasis, which is which is the infestation of fly larvae. Ew. Uh, I'm just going to show you. Ew. No, no. I know it's in a big, like, a mm. microscope, but it looks disgusting. I, I'm just saying this, people. I have people. to look away. It's like when these women don't know they're pregnant or, you know, your leg gets so infected, you, like, almost have to have it amputated because oh. what are you... What what are you doing? How, you're not paying attention to anything in your life? Apparently like, not. I don't understand. I mean, one little scratch in my nose. I mean, if there's something on my nose, I think I would know. Just so not self-aware, like you said. What is going on? I When I read it, I almost didn't share it because it's so disgusting. But then I'm like, this could be a tale for anybody. Well, I don't know what that... What, I don't know. Most people don't need us to tell them. Wash your hands. Don't put them by your face when you are handling fish. Fish. I don't know. All of it's weird, but it's also really weird news. It's upsetting. This is very weird news. It's very weird news and upsettingly gross news. We're going to stay in the (laughs) habitat of the fish world. I got got a fish story for you that you're really going to like. Yes. Um, A teenage boy out of where? Florida. Provo, Utah. Oh. We know Provo, Utah because... We do. Brigham Young University is located there and we are both well acquainted with it. We've attended it, or (laughs) I have anyway. Our children have attended it. It's all, yes, we know exactly where Provo, Utah is. This teen boy, who is unnamed because he's a teen, is facing charges after taping fish to various ATMs around the city. He did what? Taped fish. Why? Well, you'll have to ask the teen because he's trying to work (laughs) some stuff out, clearly. (laughs) Um, Just a prank. He's pranking. Well, of course. It's kind of funny. Well, he taped a fish to a cop car. Oh, that's really funny. That's not funny at all. It's not? No, no, no. (laughs) And then documented it all on social media. Well, yeah, that's... Here we go. Now we know where we're going Now we're talking about... He's on TikTok. He's a teen. Right. He wants attention. He's apparently needing some attention. Parents, listen. What? Don't let your kids... Go to the extreme of having to tie a fish onto a cop car to get your attention. Authorities at the pol- the Provo Police Department <laughs> alleged that the unnamed 17-year-old, so he's just under the mark, mm-hmm. one more year and this kid's name is going to be so all So he's not over. as young as I expected. When he's you not said, 13. Yeah, I was thinking he was like 14 or 15. He's 17. Oh, yeah. He's driving, I oh, think, yeah. from ATM sure to ATM. Sure he is. <laughs> With his tape in one hand and a fish in the other. Awesome. He's responsible for about a dozen fish taping incidences <laughs> between August and October. One photo showed three fish taped to a police car. You're going to love these photos. I'll show them to you in a minute. Authorities told KSTU, our favorite station, that they suspected the fish taping was done as innocent fun, but charged the teen with two misdemeanors for causing property damage. Mainly because cleaning up the fish carcasses off of cars and ATMs costs money. Sure. You got to get a cleaning crew in there. Yeah. Can you imagine walking up to your Chase Bank and there's a trout? Listen, listen. I go to the Bank of America over in my area. It is the crappiest ATM. Oh, yeah. They are so crappy. I'm always like, come on, B of A. You're like big. You could do something with this. If if there was fish fish attached, it'd be days or weeks. We would never get the smell out over there. Because they don't do anything. It, it smells like fish anyway, and there's it's no gross. fish being taped to the ATMs. 
Um, the offic- officials told the TV station there that they uh, they didn't know where the teen got the fish. So <laughs> that's a mystery. The well, fish, I'm sure he went fishing. He probably did. The fish taping photos were uploaded to Instagram. So not TikTok. It's his Instagram account. And it's called fish underscore bandit 84. <laughs> the tagline is... Live, laugh, tape fish on ATMs, and promises no fish were harmed in the process. You got to see these fish. It's hilarious. It's it's not cool. I don't know what happened to I the seventeen year old. No, no, no. It's 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 kind of a hilarious prank. But at the same time, here I'm going to show this. Here's what I feel to like, Denise. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. So it's, I'm sorry. He's using duct tape. He's using a big I, thing. I of thought duct for tape. some reason I don't know. I thought, oh, it's going to be attached to like a string, like a fishing line, and then he's just hanging it from. No, oh, he's full on slapping it on there. It's a dead fish. It's a dead fish That's, taped to an ATM. I, I'm going to say this, and, and I'm not encouraging fish taping. Oh no, no, we I don't like never. that idea. It seems mean a little bit. It seems like a waste. Dead. It's also smelly and disgusting. But I have to say, kids can't be kids anymore. No, where are they Frankie, having their fun? I mean, like, we don't let them do anything anymore. They're mm-hmm. not toilet papering because, you know, that everyone gets all upset. The environmentalists are upset. People are, are I yeah. think so. Yeah, they don't doing that kind of stuff anymore. The environmentalists are upset because of toilet papering? They're upset about everything. They wake up upset. doesn't matter what it is. Everybody's angry. No one's ever happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a bad situation. <sighs> I'm just saying... It's kind of funny. It's No, I think it's hilarious. But the amount of Clorox wipes. You yeah. can imagine you're the manager over at the Wells Fargo. <laughs> They're on University <laughs> Avenue. You you don't think it's funny. No, and you also, as parents, you're going to have to, like, you're going to have to hold them accountable. <sighs> Carson, what are you doing? I, I don't know why his name's Carson all of a sudden, but it is. Couldn't be Carson. The only Carson I know would never do that. No, he's an angel baby. He's an angel he's baby. He's a complete angel, yeah. There's no doubt about Mm-mm. it. Okay. Well... Um, this made me laugh. Do you like birds? I like them from a distance. I had a bad bird experience. I've had a bad bird experience too. Did you? What was your bad bird experience? It attacked me. And oh. Pecked my head. Oh. My, it's a family joke now because my, <laughs> listen, my husband and my son don't believe me, but this is what happened. Let me just, let me live my truth. I was living in, of all places, Provo, Utah. <sighs> I pulled into a bank to go to the ATM, parked my car, walked to the ATM. When I came back, there was a bird sitting on the hood of my car, a small black bird, like a little mina kind of bird, Mm -hmm. not a crow, it was Mm -hmm. a little black bird with yellow eyes. Oh, yeah. It was sitting on the hood of my car. And I just was like, that's weird. Whatever. Doesn't matter. As I got to my car, (laughs) the bird took off, came over and started pecking the top of my head. Three times. Thrice, Denise. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) I'm just saying. Are you going to go to the unbeliever side? I I believe you because you wouldn't make it this up. Why would you make it up? Why would I make it up? I got in my car. I'm screaming. I get into my car, close the door. It lands back on the hood of my car and stares at me. Just sits there staring at me. He was trying to mate with you. Well, I talked to... This is how far I went. <laughs> I was at I was at school. I, it was summer session, so there was no one around. I went into the science department, yeah. 
and talk to someone who was a bird expert. A birder? I don't know, maybe, who knows. Ornithology? He was, he was a nerd. He knew, you the know. The ornithology department? Yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. I talked to someone who I felt like they knew what they were talking about, and I was like, "What? what is this? Did I just get pecked by a rabid bird? And they're like, no, you probably walked through, you probably parked and walked through their territory, and maybe they're trying to mate. And maybe you yeah. scared off the ladybird. Maybe um, maybe he was like showing you who was boss. He was trying like, to show me who was boss. That's exactly I'm staring right. you down. I'm going to yeah. peck you. You're going to go. He thought he was a great big bird, like an ostrich. Mm-hmm. But he was tiny. He was scary though for you. He, he pecked me, my head. I, it, you don't believe me, do I believe you? you. I believe you. I just. I think you're doubting me. <laughs> This is proof. This is proof on two average girls. The day, it's like the day the music died, the day Denise doubted Anne. Well, I had a bad experience. First, my be- first very bad experience is I got pooped on the head. Oh. I was walking to my bus stop in junior high, got pooped on the head. Oh. Walked back home and my dad came unglued. What was I doing? Because they had to drive me to school. But you had bird poop. I couldn't go to school. Literally, no. bird poop. Anyway, mm. move on. Yeah. I'm older. I'm around macaw parrots. They're gorgeous. What Friends of ours had them at their them. house. Okay. This freaking bird, mm-hmm. I don't remember its name, loved me. Uh-oh. Now, these macaws, all of these birds become very human-like. Oh, no. Like, they start picking up. They have the vocabulary. They have the personality. Okay. They mimic you. Mm. You can train them. And sometimes people train them. For bad. And sometimes they just pick up on bad habits. Sure. Like a child. Yeah, yeah. You have to be careful. Like, you know how you say, oh, my kid is yeah. parroting me? Right. That's what happens. That's what it is, yeah. Well, this bird freaked me out. I would go over there. This They had a macaw and they had a gray, African gray. Oh. The African gray. Oh. I, it, it, I, that's the one that loved mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. What, the kid like sense? I don't know, you? but I'd go over there and it would just like follow me and it was because they had them out and they were oh uh-huh, and it was aggressive it was weird okay i didn't love it no and they get kind of weird because they are vocal yeah and they start talking to you well um officials at a british zoo said a plan to curb the rude habits of their famously potty mouthed parrots <laughs> is showing some promising early results okay so we have some birds in this zoo okay that use profound language. Pro- profane. Yes. Profane. Yes, yes. And profound. It's very profound. I'll bet they say a lot of great stuff. The, the Lincolnshire <laughs> Wildlife Park said that Jan- in January that its eight profane parrots would be moved in with its flock of 92 more polite birds in the hopes that the badly behaved birds would pick up some more family-friendly words <gasps> oh, and sounds. Okay. He's, she, this is her quote. We could end up with 100 swearing parrots on our hands. Yeah, you could. Because <laughs> the bad guys could influence the good guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. One time, only time will tell, Steve Nicholas, chief executive of the park, said at the time. Nicholas said the parrots seemed to be doing well after a few weeks with the rest of the flock. Uh-huh. It's only the early days still, but it's been a good start. Uh-huh. We haven't heard any really rude language. They said really rude language. Really so rude, I can't sure. imagine maybe it's like mother effer. Right. You know, right. like now it's just like you. Right. I don't know. Right. Right. It could be anything. Yeah. Of course, people are still walking up to the enclosure and swearing in front of the Why parrots. Why are they doing Hoping that? they will copy the words. People are the worst. Yes. And I'm going to, we'll have the little things on here. There's a TikTok on here that Samantha can put up for us. Nicholas said that while the swearing seems to be slowing, one parrot has picked up a different sort of annoying habit. Mm -mm. One of them has taken to singing 
we wish you a Merry Christmas over and over and over again. Could you... (laughs) Just stop. It's fine in December, but not so great in February, he said. (laughs) It wouldn't be. Even in December, over and over again is too much. Too much. Yeah. He said signs, he said their signs warning guests of the potential for abusive language Hmm. from the the avians will remain in place for the time being. Sure. They're not going to take it down. Don't do it yet. So when you're sitting there at the zoo... In uh, Lincolnshire, what did I say? The British Zoo in Lincolnshire Wildlife Animal oh, Park. Sure, sure, sure. Just beware, kids. Plug your ears because you might hear some <laughs> some foul language. Some very foul, foul language. language. What did the did the smaller set of birds that were really foul mouthed? Did they come from a rescue of doesn't some sort? Doesn't say. All I know is all I know is that it probably doesn't take much if they're in front of people and yeah. people. And I'm gonna say, and I don't mean to generalize, but in the UK, swearing is pretty. Pro- prevalent it's, they treat words differently there than they we do. do they yeah. don't they don't have they're not very politically correct they're not hung up they're no. not hung up on all the stuff which mm. i appreciate i do too and these birds apparently appreciate it as well i just love the fact that people are walking up to that cage and just like spouting hey, curse words yeah yeah <laughs> exactly see if you'll follow along exactly oh come on um okay i've got a cute story mm-hmm. to end with we're going to Texas. Oh. it's very, And this is adorable. A Texas woman is giggling at a recent mishap that occurred when she ordered a bouquet of flowers. Oh. Sarah Hollingsworth, she's 35, she's from Austin. She runs a baby registry company called Poppy List. Oh. P-O-P-P-Y mm-hmm. List. Poppy okay. List. Okay. So she's an entrepreneur. She recently called for a local flower shop to order a bouquet of poppies that she was going to take with her she's coming down here to san diego she was doing some sort of an exhibit and she was you know advertising her store so she wanted these poppy flowers to take with her to this exhibit down in san diego because it's the name of her company and it's also the official flower of the state of california oh, yes, it is. we love the poppy this mother of two said that her parents picked up the flowers in california which is where she was headed to a few days after she ordered them and they were going to meet her at the show with her poppies unfortunately there were no poppies for her instead she unwrapped the bouquet to find flower puppies what <laughs> look at this little oh that is so cute they misunderstood and instead oh. of poppies she got bouquets of flower puppies it's in the shape of, of a, a puppy of a dog it's really cute with it little googly eyes and a little black nose the texas resident said she was crying with laughter and thought the mishap was amazing and hilarious she said it's funny thinking back because i remember the clerk asking how many i wanted which i thought was strange here's an up close of the of the puppy it's, oh, that's car- really it's a cute. carnation puppy. It's really cute. Basically. Hollingsworth said she recalled questioning the worker on the phone, but ultimately telling her, well, I'm not sure, m- maybe two? She just <laughs> was like, I don't understand the question. So she ended up with two bouquets of puppies. Although it wasn't a poppy bouquet of flowers that she originally ordered, she was so impressed with the design that she kept the puppy bouquet. It is, there's a picture of her and her uh, husband at the show with the puppies on the table it was the perfect icebreaker for our booth she said people walked up and were like hey what's with the what's with the flowers she posted a video of the bouquet on tiktok it has four and a half million views if you can imagine 
Um, so I think these people are getting like some great advertising that they didn't know they were coming up with their cuter than poppies. That's so cute. Is puppies. That's super cute. I love it. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Well, I will end also with yes. a really feel good story. Please. I wasn't going to, I was going to gross you out again, but we've I had enough. I can't take it. I can't take it either. The nose it. is still bothering the me. I'm, I'm still like, I'm still like scratching my nose like something's up there just in case so I'm going to go and do some kind of like nose cleanse tonight. I'm not sure what it means. Is it time for a neti pot? I might be a neti pot situation tonight. <laughs> That's just disgusting. So um, a bunny is making an impact mm-hmm. on others just by being himself. Oh. Mm-hmm. Alex is a 30 pound bunny. 30. Let me say that again. 30 pounds. Three zero. Three zero. So it's like a hare. It's a big, one of those mm-hmm. big hares. Who was rescued from a slaughterhouse what? in 2020 uh-huh. by Josh Rowe and Kai Kato. Okay. The pair rescued the Flemish hare. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. You were right. I was right. You know your bunnies. I do. From a meat market. Ew. Uh-huh. Nah. In Modesto, California. What? Are they going to eat him? They were going to eat him. Do we eat rabbit here? I don't know. Okay. It doesn't say like why they were there. Were they there to rescue him? And it now works as a therapy animal though. Oh yeah, he does. He is so freaking cute. The three-year-old bunny has attended over 200 events in which he shows off his good looks and large stature. Sure. He's a big Look boy. Look at this big boy. Let's see this big boy. Is he cute? or Cato, he- a restaurant owner. Oh, yeah, he's cute. Yep. Oh. Said that he and Ro take Alex wherever they can go throughout their hometown in San Francisco. Oh, okay. See, like, this is anywhere in Southern California, that's going to be acceptable. But in, in the Bay Area, this is for sure going to go. Oh, absolutely. No problem. I love it. When we go, Al- wherever we go, we thought, why not bring him along as we knew people would love him as much as we do. Mm-hmm. The pair have brought Alex to local hospitals. Mm-hmm to airports mm. to calm the nerves of patients and flyers sure that's a good idea a great right idea. he and roe do lots of volunteering in the area and cato added that and that they are always looking for fun way new, new ways of showing off bunny the bunny to events sure okay roe had led lights fitted to alex's stroller oh. that has his name going across it oh. okay but then after the bunny took a liking to the stroller the pair transported him in they decided that they needed to upgrade his ride by getting him a mini electric car oh why not sure this is the thing about you know double income no kids <laughs> right got it i you I know am, what i mean i'm these, picking up what you are laying these, down these guys are this is their baby now yeah and they're gonna it's like it could be a dog instead it's a 30 pound rabbit if you are walking through an airport and you see an electric car coming towards you with a giant hair in it yes he's got me a picture he's got it he's got his 49ers jersey on first of all he's a 49ers fan of course he is why not he's probably pretty disappointed after it's upsetting it is upsetting Mm -hmm. we are all disappointed a little bit we're all but alex uh he is just sitting there in his little electric car that says uh do it for the bay Sure. Which is, you know, the Bay Area, Bay Area. and it's, it's San Francisco. But that wasn't good enough. Mm-mm. They ele- they upgraded him, so they needed to do an upgrade. Okay. After he already loved it so much. He loved it. They got him a Mercedes SLK <sighs> mini car. And he even learned how to use it pretty fast. He learned how to use it. Bunnies are really, really, really smart. Um, Did you know that you could train, house train a rabbit? Not only house train it like a cat. 
I've had rabbits. That's the pet that we always had for Cameron. So we've had probably mm. half Did a you dozen have a rabbits. Pound rabbit? I never had a hare. They were the small. They were dwarf rabbits. This. They were not that smart. This is like a full on. It's That's like a, a baby. Pet. It's a pet. It's like a full. It's humongous. Yeah. Although the bunny owners never expected Alex Alex to gain such popularity, they said showing him off is exciting because. He, they know he puts smiles on people's faces. I would be so happy if I saw Alex. Oh, I'd lose my mind. I would too. We love showing him off because he makes people feel better and he loves the attention. The bunny has over 26,000 Instagram followers sure. and nearly 34,000 TikTok. 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 <laughs> sure. TikTok followers. Absolutely. With some videos getting over a million views. I'm going to subscribe to his page right now. I am telling you, he is adorbs. He yeah. is so, so cute. And they they rescued him. Look at him in his stroller. This is the first adaptation of his... Of eating a piece of lettuce. He's eating a little piece, piece of organic lettuce from a, you know, a market there in San Francisco, I'm sure. I mean, Whole Foods, right? I'm sure he's been to Whole Foods. I'm sure. Trust me, these, these men are really making his life happy. I do. Not that I'm asking you this question, but I am interested to know how they how they popped this guy from the old slaughterhouse i you know i tried to find out and i didn't get anywhere other than that he was rescued he's a restaurateur i'm wondering if he was there mm. trying to buy meat meat sure of some sort and he saw that rabbit i i would imagine though you don't they bring that kind of stuff to you in your well, shop they can or you can go to it maybe you can people go to eat it. rabbit yeah I, it's probably people a, specialty, eat a lot of stuff specialty dish people eat squirrels I've ha have you ever had squirrel meat? No. Oh, don't do it. I'm not. Mm -mm. I can supply you with as much squirrel meat as you'd like. I don't want any. <laughs> it's so bad. I, it's people, so awful. I looked it up. You can make a lot of different things with squirrel. Well, yeah. We had a guy who would come over to our property up at the ranch in Northern California and ask if he could shoot squirrel because Ooh. he loved squirrel dumpling. His name was Bubba. Oh, of course it was Bubba. His name was Bubba. He has to be named Bubba. And he would make squirrel dumplings. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. We're like, please go right ahead. As much squirrel as you can take. It's there for the taking. Squirrel dumplings. Yeah. Like chicken and dumplings. So I just looked this up really quick. I'd already done this, but I just really wanted... To, the very first thing that came up when I put squirrel recipes in. Uh-oh. 19 ways. Oh. To do 19 what? 19 good ways to cook a squirrel. There's 19 good ways? I have not had one of them. Well, chicken fried is no. always good. It's greasy. It's dark meat. And let me tell you something. The squirrels... Tender buttermilk fried squirrel. The squirrels at our property... Look it. Yeah. That looks good. It's not. I don't want it. I'm not saying I'm going to eat it. Kentucky fried squirrel. Mm -mm. Don't fall for it, Denise. Easy slow cooker squirrel don't and dumplings. Do nope. D dumplings is the recipe on there? It is. See? This is sauce it up, it says. Oh. Crispy sesame sticky squirrel wings. Bubba. I'm Garlic sorry. parmesan fried squirrel. Mm -mm. Nope. Any of it. Honey bourbon squirrel wings. How small are these wings? They have to be small. Squirrels They're, aren't very big. Well, if they eat well, they, they get pretty big. Really? They can get chunky. Ooh, Cajun squirrel and dirty rice. Listen, put the ch exchange the meat for any other meat. I'm going to... This is not a... This is a hell no. Squirrel okra and tomato stew. And look at this. It shows the squirrel. Oh, let me. Oh, it's not appetizing That's disgusting. at all. No, no. That's real bad. Squirrel and green chili epinadas. How did we get off on a squirrel tangent? I don't know, but it's just so interesting. Slow cooker squirrel tacos. 
I love uh, no. a good taco. N- not squirrel. No, I'm not. I, I'm not going to buy into this. Don't do it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know how we got onto this tangent. This is what happens to us. This is how the podcast podcast started, started. and will ultimately end. <laughs> sure. That's it for this edition of Two Average Girls. This has been weird news. We're glad you joined us. We hope we didn't gross you out too much. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We'll see you next time. Episodes of Two Average Girls are free wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on the Two Average Girls main page so you never have to go searching for new episodes. Our editor is Aiden Bloomstein. Our social media producer is Samantha Stone. And original music for Two Average Girls is by Jason Fries. <laughs>